moguls it's serena spence here of the millennial mogul mindset podcast and today i'm interviewing kevin lawson of kvl media thank you, you so much again? for having me I'm, I'm doing great this house is beautiful it's amazing but really thanks for being for here. Yeah. So today we're here at Alton, which is a culture home community. And we're in my favorite home, which is valued at over $1.6 million. And I felt like it was the perfect atmosphere to interview Kevin. So how are you doing today? I'm doing great. As I said, um, you got me early here, set up and everything like that. But um, for the most part, I'm doing great. I'm blessed. Oh, good. Well, you know, the year's ending, so that's an awesome thing to hear that he's feeling blessed. And today we're going to get into how Kevin became KVL Media. So, um, of course, I wanted to introduce everyone to KVL Media. Um, he's the owner, CEO, and creative director. So where did KVL Media start for you? So KVL Media started in 2004, 2005-ish. That's mm -hmm. when I first started taking pictures. Um, so I was actually recruiting models for a modeling agency um, with actually my currently my frat brother now. Um, so he was starting a modeling agency, so he wanted some help recruiting models and then um, picked up a camera, started shooting behind the scenes, pictures and videos, and it was birthed from there. Nice. So when was the first time you've taken a picture in your entire life? <sighs> first time I took a picture in my entire life? I don't know. I remember maybe being eight years old, I got one of those spy cameras um, from, you know, those magazines that they send out. Um, I got <laughs> yeah. one of those cameras and then um, I've taken pictures um, with those disposable cameras that you used to get in Walgreens. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, it was always interesting waiting for what the pictures are going to be like when they come back. Mm -hmm. You take them back, you buy it from Walgreens and you take it back to Walgreens and get them developed and things like that. Um, and then maybe around like 11 or 12, I picked up a Polaroid camera. So mm. I bought my first Polaroid camera. Um, so that was interesting because you found out what the pictures looked like immediately. But I never really, really got into um, photography heavy until I got to college. Oh, wow. Yeah. So in college, that's when you felt like it was your calling, your passion? I don't even know if it's my calling or passion now. <laughs> um, but it is a creative output for me. So okay. I've always been a creative um, from drawing to painting, um, taking pictures, playing video games, I think even playing video games is a creative out, um, output as well. Um, so, makes sense. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's my calling, but I love doing it. So. Well, I think like a lot of entrepreneurs and future moguls that are watching right now really are looking for an indication of when they should turn something that is a passion into a profitable business. So when did you have that light bulb kind of go off for you to make it an entity? So even when I was in college and I was helping my friend with recruit models and taking pictures and things like that, um, I was taking pictures and doing it for months and then people kept asking me to do photo shoots for them and they were telling me that they would pay me. Mm -hmm. um, so it was right around that time um, from music artists, um, model shoots and everything like that. When people started asking me how much it cost, I had to start coming up with pricing. So that's really where it started probably um, a few months in after I started taking pictures. Mm -hmm. And then when, I, when it really clicked is um, one of my sorority sisters um, from Tampa she actually told me, um, like, Kevin, I really want you to do my wedding photos. I was like, no. <laughs> she was like, no, trust me. I, I, I believe in you. Um, I want to pay you um, to come do my wedding. I love your photos and things like that. I was like, no. <laughs> but she finally convinced me um, yeah. to do it. So I did her, um, did her wedding photos, and she loved them. So oh, that was when it really clicked. It was like people want to pay me to do my work. So 
That's great. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. And for you, like, do you have a certain type of photography that you gravitate towards in terms of whether it be, like you said, weddings or editorial shoots, or fashion shoots, headshots, things like that? People ask me that all the time. Mm -hmm. And um, it's hard to say. Like, I've started focusing on headshots within the past two years, mm -hmm. and it's really expanded my business. But um, I love doing all types of photography. Um, I think I look at the world in frames and in pictures, mm. you know? Um, and I've done that for a long time. So um, whether it's a lifestyle photo shoot, whether it's a headshot, um, whether it's landscapes, I just look at the world as through a lens, I guess. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And you said that you see the world in frames. Yeah. So is there some sort of creative process that you partake in every day? Like, what's your morning ritual? <laughs> um, I watch a lot of podcasts and all these millionaires and billionaires have these morning rituals, but <laughs> um, it feels so embarrassing to tell mine. Um, but it is what it is. I mean, I wake up, um, uh, my alarm's set for 7.30 every morning. Um, I either wake up before that or I hit the snooze button and I wake up a little bit after that. Um, and I really just kind of lay down, get my mind right, scroll through Facebook and Instagram for a little bit, and get up, go make some tea, drink some tea, and then take a shower and head to the studio. And I usually get into the studio around 11, um, okay. and that's when I get started work work. Okay. Yeah. And is there like one thing that you feel is the most valuable um, habit that you have when it comes to not only your creative process, but like your lifestyle? Um... I don't really have any of those types of habits, okay. but what I can say is that I approach everything with optimism and positivity. Mm -hmm. um, and as we're here on the mobile mindset, I think that's what's really led to my success is looking at everything as an opportunity. Um, mm -hmm. Even failures, I look at failures as opportunities and I, I approach everything as positive, you know? Okay, I like that. And for people who are aspiring photographers, and they look up to what you're doing. Is there anything that you can offer to them in terms of value to get started? Any tips? Um, the biggest tip is to just do it. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of photographers, they want to learn everything um, as far as like, they ask me questions, well, how do I get better shots? How do I do this? Shoot every day, mm -hmm. shoot all the time. Um, worry less about the monetary aspect of photography and figure out if you actually have a passion for it and a love for it. Shoot all the time, shoot every day. Um, YouTube has a bunch of tutorials. Um, find a mentor uh, and that you can learn from um, and just kind of look at, look at life through a lens. <laughs> I love that as well. Um, and so, of course, I wanted Kevin to be here today because he's extremely valuable to me and my marketing agency. And um, just as a backstory, so you can understand the type of integrity that Kevin has, um, I needed him for a bind. I had two clients I needed a photo shoot immediately. And we already were kind of contracted for a lower price than he's valued at, and I was so nervous. And one thing that makes me think of Kevin in the highest esteem is he kind of lives by this quote of Bob Berg, where you should offer more in value than you receive in profit. And even though I literally abbreviated his price and begged him to work with me and my clients, um, because he took that leap of faith and did that, now we have an amazing partnership. So do you have anything to add about that type of value system and how you've seen it work in your life to get you further? Absolutely. I approach every job as bringing extreme value um, because not only is it my personal brand, but I want my clients to be happy. Um, I, get a, 
I get a buzz when people look at their pictures and like, oh my God, these are amazing. It always gives me an extra little kick. So um, I always approach everything with value because your biggest customers are gonna be your referrals from other customers. So mm -hmm. um, to be able to get referrals from other customers, you wanna pr um, provide a, a lot of value mm -hmm. um, and then they'll provide referrals for you. So. Well, you heard it from the man, which is exactly why we are working so closely together because he goes above and beyond for me and my clients. So of course, reach out to him if you want quality photos and you really wanna make your dreams come true brand-wise. Um, and I guess my next question would be, what is the plans for, the future plans for KVL Media and for, of course, Kevin Lawson? What is your major dream? So I moved back to Palm Beach a couple years ago, mm -hmm. um, but uh, right when I sold my house, I sold my car, I sold everything, right? Um, I went on a road trip. Um, I went on a road trip to California and I visited Paramount Studios. Mm -hmm. um, the big, ultimate, ridiculous, untouchable dream is to build a Paramount Studios and, um, and well, a KBL Media Studios mm -hmm. in South Florida. Um, I went there and I saw the, the behind the scenes, I saw the editing rooms, I saw the sets. I saw this huge complex of just production and creativity. And I want to bring that to, to Palm Beach. Okay. So that's the that's a huge dream, and um, that's what birthed the idea of KBL Media mm -hmm. and KBL Media Studio. Um, and I just want to expand on that and do what I'm doing, but do it bigger. I would love that idea. And I think um, a lot of people, at least from what I've experienced when I talk about you to other people, um, they really would love to know your wealth of knowledge and having yeah. an access point to that, whether it be mentorship or coaching. Is that something that you also would entertain in the future? Absolutely. Um, I'm starting to realize that a lot more, um, that um, you don't know what you don't know. And I'm so stuck in my own lane, I don't, I don't know what people are saying about me, but I've heard that a lot, that people want some more knowledge about photography and um, whether it's marketing, whether it's video, just the whole production aspect. So um, one of my other goals is to also open up a school. Um, so I want to start with kids. Um, start with kids anywhere between middle school to high school kids to learn the production aspects of it. Um, and that's something that I really, really look forward to doing um, in the future, hopefully near future. Um, and then expand to doing workshops and things like that as well. So um, I'm working on a couple of different projects to where we're gonna start doing some workshops. Mm. Um, there's so much, there's so much that I wanna do. <laughs> You know, so. Well, I look forward to that because as someone who's becoming a vlogger, I have no idea of how to use my camera. He's always giving me tips and speaking in this language I don't understand. <laughs> and I think that so many people will sign up for that workshop because I know I'll be there. And so I also wanted to ask you, like, for photographers that are beginning, how do you help them understand their worthiness when it comes to pricing? Oh, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. And I think as a creative, it's a difficult conversation for most of us. Um, but you really do have to understand your, your pricing. You have to understand what you're worth. You have to understand what you bring to the table and what value you're bringing to your clients. Um, and just stick to it. Uh, I, it's, it's, it's a hard conversation to have about mm -hmm. pricing, but um, that's one of the things that I said that you know what, I know my value and I want to expand on it. And even some of my mentors are like, yeah, you're still valuing yourself too low. Mm. So it's still a battle that I deal with. Um, but one of those things is 
You just have to understand the value that you bring to the table, understand the value that you're bringing to your client, and just price accordingly and stick to your guns. Because as a creative, everybody's going to want something for free. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's going to want something for free and everybody's going to want something at a discount. Once you understand what you want to make, you got to go and you, you, you got to go for that goal. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it is a hustle. So being an entrepreneur, sometimes you might need to pay a light bill. So sometimes you might need to take a job. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, like the more that you can stick to what you want to be paid, mm -hmm. the more that people will respect you and they'll pay you what you're worth. Okay. And like being around you, I've tapped into a lot of wisdom, the wisdom that you've had and so many things that I can tell you live by to keep you not only motivated, but to make sure that you're getting paid what you're worth and things like that. Are there any people that you look up to, any um, coaches or mentors in your life or any authors? Honestly, I look up to my parents, you know, um, my dad's been an entrepreneur for as long as I can remember. My mom, she's a nurse and she works ridiculous number of hours and overtime and um, I take that balance between the two of them, the creativity from my dad and the hard work from my mom. Um, that's who I look up first and foremost to. Um, but then there's, there's other people that I look up to um, when it comes to content creation and, and telling people and just the no-nonsense attitude, of course, Gary V. Um, I've been seeing a lot of uh, Grant Cardone recently and how he approaches sales, and I like one of the things. Mm -hmm. um, he says he starts every day, like, who has my money? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so um, that, uh, my brother, mm -hmm. um, he's an entrepreneur and a business owner as well. Mm -hmm. um, and his, his ability to build relationships and build teams is something that I look up to as well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just take, well, I think honestly, you I take really motivation from you as well. Like mm -hmm. the way that you um, kind of entered the game and started killing it. Mm -hmm. um, and your hustler spirit and your kindness and creativity. Um, there's, there's a lot of people and I, I, think, I think that's what kind of drives me is that I take positivity from everybody and I take, um, take aspects from, from everything. Mm. And it's kind of, it drives me to be who I am, I guess. Okay. No, I think that was a perfect yeah. answer, and thank you for naming me. Namaste. <laughs> um, but I do see that a lot of the people you've mentioned have made a huge impact on you, and that's kind of why I think you and I resonate, because we kind of listen to the same coaches, the same mentors, yeah. so we're on the same frequency. Um, I guess, is there anything else that is a life goal? Cause I know we kind of talked about your future plans. Is there anything else that if you had, let's say, a billion dollars today would be your immediate philanthropic like opportunity or project that you'd work on? Oh, I would, I would open up that complex. Mm -hmm. um, absolutely open up the complex. I have it all blueprinted out, mapped out of my head. Mm -hmm. um, between uh, having a section for the school for kids to learn, um, having co-working space um, for up and coming entrepreneurs, having a digital media studio where people can come and produce um, anything between photography um, to video projects to um, record albums. Um, and just kind of bring it all together in a big um, campus. That would know. be my billion dollar dream to have that. And uh, personally, I think I want an island too. <laughs> Who doesn't want an yeah, island? I want an island, <laughs> you know, just so I can farm and 
raise chickens and dogs and stuff like be that. Be sustainable um, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So all of you angel investors out there, make sure you invest in this idea because we are always in the works of thinking of how to make it come into fruition. So you can definitely contact KVL Media and Kevin Lawson at what platforms? So you can find me on Facebook, Instagram. Um, those are the two main ones that I use, okay. um, at KVL Media um, or at Kevin Lawson. Uh, shoot me an email if you have any questions, kevin at kvlmedia.com. My website's kvlmedia.com. Um, yeah. Awesome. So for sure, you guys, please reach out to Kevin if you need amazing content and if you pretty much have any creative um, I guess, project that you need direction on with him being a creative director. I'm so happy that you came to be interviewed on the Millennial Mogul Mindset Podcast. Yeah. And is there anything you want to say to the crowd and all these moguls before you head out? Any quotes, anything positive? Stay creative, stay blessed, stay happy. Um, you've inspired me to launch my own podcast, so be, be uh, on the lookout for my vlog. Um, follow me, subscribe to the KBL Media YouTube channel. Um, but yeah. Well, we're going to wrap this up. So you're here again with Serena Spence of the Millennial Mogul Mindset Podcast. And we're going to close out this amazing interview with Kevin Lawson of KVL Media. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe. And I look forward to watching you all grow as moguls. Mwah. Thank you so much for having me.